definitely from Somerset and I think you can actually see that in the collections is the uh, the freedom of that and doing kind of what we want because we love doing it and not conforming necessary to kind of what's happening within the, the fashion arena and doing things that are timeless they are artisan they are very special they do have you know they're a labor of, of love and you know that that's why I do it it's really because I love the craft and I love the pattern and I love the whole uh, the process of the way you do it Hello, I'm Carol Annett from Country and Townhouse magazine. Welcome to the House Guest podcast, where I chat with experts from the world of interior design and decoration, the people behind the houses, hotels, shops and brands you see in glossy magazines like ours. If you listen on the Entail app, there's more information and images on the projects and people mentioned. And if you're doing up your own home, hopefully you'll pick up some tips for yourself. Today I'm chatting to Alice Templey, MBE, who launched Templey London in 2000 after graduating from Central St Martins and the Royal College of Art. The showroom on Bruton Street is a go-to for those seeking ethereal prints and exquisite beading, dresses that take you from dancing in Berkeley Square to watching the dawn rise on Glastonbury Tour. And now, Alice, you're going into homeware, which is very exciting. Why homeware and why now? I've always loved homeware. I love, I love everything to do with home. And I, I really do see Templey London as the brand. It's not, it's not just about fashion. It's the way you wear it. It's what you surround yourself with. It's very much to do with the mood, the feeling, the kind of celebration of pattern print and craftsmanship. And that really is not just about what we're wearing, but what we surround ourselves with. And it seems to be the, the natural progression. And I've always made homeware, I think, for my house. Um, I think I've had the same quilts on my bed, beautiful silk quilts for sort of 12 years. And every time friends come and stay there, they keep, you know, they always ask for them. And it's just a lovely way of incorporating all the work that we do and all the painting we do into kind of living with it and having things that are sort of timeless and not seasonal. And when you love a, um, a painting or if you love a pattern, it's nice that it's just not in the wardrobe. You can use it in other ways. And I mentioned Glastonbury because that you you're a perfect advocate for country and townhouse because you really you really do live the balanced life which is our strap line. Your your home is in Somerset and your showrooms in London on Bruton Street. And so growing up on your parents' um, cider farm in Somerset, did you always know that your life was going to be filled with pattern and print, or did you have did you dream of other things as a little girl? Um, was a little girl. I grew up as a tomboy. I think my father wanted. <laughs> with wanting me to be a, a boy so helping out a lot around the farm and then when I was uh, 11 I discovered the, the glamour of black and white movies and Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers and all those amazing Edith Head costume designs um, with all those film noir greats and it, it sort of exported me into you know luxury fabric and bias cut dresses and beautiful beadwork and um, that kind of romance so I was, I was hooked and I just tried to then tried to sort of emulate that kind of feeling by cutting things up that my mum had that I always got in trouble with. So beautiful shawls or fabric. Um, and then, and then my, my grandmother had an amazing collection of, of fabrics. So then I was sort of allowed to go and look at all of those and learn about them. Um, and then I was just really interested in learning, I guess, as much as possible about sort of creative people in the area and what their, their collections were. 
So um, I, yeah, I just started making things from about the age of 11 um, and going to sort of fabric sales and buying things um, and just sort of making. So I used to lock myself away for hours with a, a machine and, um, and yeah, making things to sell um, from, yeah, from the age of 11, I think I started making and selling jewellery. It was really kind of quite crappy. It was £1.20 for a pair of earrings. And then it went on to textile pieces. And then during my college years, when I was actually making all the fabrics at St. Martin's, because I did textiles, I would make them into um, clothes and pieces to sell to support my way through college. So I was kind of always a maker. And is your, your house now, have you always kept a house in Somerset or are you living now near where you grew up? I live near where I grew up. I'm very, very kind of fond of Somerset, obviously, as you can see with um, everything we do. Um, and excitingly based down here a lot more now. Um, and when I had my son, um, I lived and worked at work in London, which was, uh, wasn't was a life balance. <laughs> so I, I got a place in Somerset nine years ago um, and then split my time with my son between both places. Um, and now I think it's taken about a decade to get the balance right and be based down here more. And he's down here. Um, and then, you know, having having one one home that we can kind of grow up and he can have that kind of country life and he can have the right balance and be involved in the seasons, involved with my parents' cider farm um, and have the space. Um, so it just seemed like the right time now when we've made one home to sort of celebrate home and to launch the homeware that we have here. Um, so that's quite exciting. It's the right time. Tell us a little bit about the collection and what you're actually launching. And it's it, this is for September. Yeah. This is for September. So we're launching um, some beautiful uh, satin printed quilts, which have amazing work on the top. Some of them are from my favourite prints from the archive. Um, they reflect the collections also that we're working on. Uh, beautiful printed uh, velvet cushions, some house coats. Um, we'll be launching um, really beautiful sort of pyjamas and um, kind of kimono coats to wear in the house too um so it's just it's expanding the range of what we do so it's not just evening and day wear it's actually incorporating other things um and i actually start working today on the next lot that we're going to be launching for christmas so it's that's it's really exciting it's really nice to work on something that is not um involving tits and arse and season <laughs> sale channel and um, to have things that you can kind of live with for, for for decades and enjoy so it's just it's just so nice as a, a designer to do things that is not seasonal tell me more about the patterns I find that when you do the patterns, for example, if we're designing our uh, accessory collection or our scarf collection, they're so beautiful and you design them in rectangles, you design them in, in squares. And to blow those pieces up that have spent kind of you know, a week of work into doing them to the size of the bed, that's what I'm working on at the moment. So you can take those pieces that have had, you know, hours of beautiful, beautiful work, all hand painted, and you blow them up and then pick up all the details with embroidery stitch. They just translate so well into homeware. And it's just so nice to be able to see them on another, another medium. So we've, we've started in with a collection now, which will be continue to be available. And do, we're doing some extra special pieces that you can kind of make to order to the size of your bed too. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. And so will you be able to do that sort of colour-wise as well, with different colours? 
Yes, eventually people can. There are lots of different colours available, but there'll be more and more adding to the to the collection. And it's I mean it's it's fantastic because you don't have to think about the sizes of the body. So for us, it's it's great to be able to order them to the size of your house or to your bed to add cushions to go with you know themes of rooms. It's just it's a lovely way of working, and it just is it's purely creative because you don't have to think about that whole sort of wholesale channel you can go direct to your your um, your customer and give them something just really really beautiful are they all made here in the uk all the cushions are made in the uk all the printed velvets are done over here by a, a lovely uh, company in Mackensfield. they're hand stitched in somerset all the cushion fillers are actually handmade in somerset too uh, the quilts we print and we actually get the embroidery done in india so we'll have guided and it, it's like some work on some of the most beautiful dresses we have of a, a supplier a friend of mine that i've been working with for the last 12 years and he's so unbelievably creative um, and picking up all of the uh, you know the edge work of all of the um, the flowers and it's just there's an enormous amount of work in in those pieces and it's just lovely to have that and to be able to live with that and wake up with that and appreciate all the work that's gone in them and wallpapers and things will follow and they'll be done with my another friend in england printing them exciting so tell me about what you do what your passions are when you're not working what sort of things do you head off and go and do with your son or when you're on your own uh, we have a boat. We like going down to um, regions and going with a dressed coat on coast on a little boat. We spend a lot of time at my parents' cider farm um, in the log cabins and the mud huts. Uh, we like travelling. Anything kind of outside in Santa is is amazing. I, I, my, my other thing is photography um, because of my training in print, so I do a lot of photography. And then we just try and make as many things as possible with him. It's just encouraging him to sort of be creative as well as educate gaming and football it's like the never-ending kind of uh issue that we all have with our little kids keeping them creative and not gaming so we kind of make things we do a lot of things out of clay and paper mache but it sounds like an Id idyllic um childhood it sounds like you're sort of mirroring the childhood that you had growing up and kind of allowing him to have that freedom and that um experience of the countryside i mean you learn so much through the countryside don't you and it's I guess it kind of impacts on everything you do, you know, as you move move on. Yeah, I think it's also the change of the seasons down here. And also I think that we were, we're just opening up this amazing new studio down here in Somerset. And the, the way it makes you feel, the space that you have to be able to create, the change of the seasons and the needs of wardrobes, the way to make things, you know, more accessible, more wearable, uh, more durable. So that'll be a there'll be some really exciting new additions within the collection for that. Um, sourcing as many new English suppliers. And I just found a brilliant one down the road from me that does incredible outerwear. Um, so being in the countryside just makes things more realistic. And I think with the, with the Templey brand, even if something, you know, is incredibly embroidered and has taken a few weeks to make, the way that I like my the brand to feel is how somebody wears it. So it's very effortless. It feels very comfortable. It's something that encases the body. It's not, it's, it's just effortless, I think. It's super comfortable, super easy to wear. And I think growing up in the countryside makes you um, kind of keeps your feet on the ground um, and though no matter how sort of escapist those clothes are that you've been inspired by the you know Edith head costumes it's the way you wear it so it might be a dress with a kind of a coat with a 
tuxedo coat over the top, but you know, worn with flat shoes and slightly undone hair. And there's that freedom, I think, when you're growing up in the countryside, is you are free. Um, and that's certainly why I live in the countryside. And I split my time between London. And obviously, there are reasons I love the city and I love to travel and I love New York and I love LA, but I'm definitely from Somerset. And I think you can actually see that in the collections is the uh, the freedom of that and um, and you know doing kind of what we want because we love doing it and not conforming necessary to kind of what's happening within the, the fashion arena and doing things that are timeless they are artisan they are very special they do have you know they're a labor of of love um, and you know that that's why I do it it's really because I love the craft and I love the pattern and I love the whole uh, the process of the way you do it yeah. so the studio was my favorite thing about everything that's happened in the last year I finally managed to have walls that are enormous pinboards that will be you know celebration into all the best of the pattern we've ever done and that we can then put that into the new homeware and we can put that into the other categories that will be launching so um being in the countryside has really given me space to be able to make the next plan. Um, and because of all the stuff that's happened with this COVID, you really do question about what you're doing, where you're, where you are, who you're doing it for, why you're doing it. And um, this new library and the way we're working is going to be super exciting. Um, and it very much will be celebrating countryside and more of that spirit and, you know, resetting everything we do um, and incorporating more, you know, accessible pieces and more homeware. So it's quite an exciting time. It's been an interesting time, but the time that I've had solidly to be in Somerset to really have that focus will really show that life balance we all crave I think this has made us realize what we really need to do and what we don't need to do and how to do it and how to approach things and um, a new way of working for everyone. When you're designing your fashion or your homeware do you have a client in mind? Uh, well it's lots of guests that come to my house because they they like it. Do I have a client in mind? Is anybody who loves that sort of so I have a lot of things in my house that are vintage or art deco or um, sort of quirky um, things from reclamation yards um, and it's about combining those different things and kind of having confidence to be slightly more uh, is it sort of bohemian or eclectic really but then also some of the, the friends that I've had bought the quilts have very um, surprisingly quite kind of white and tidy kind of clean minimal spaces but does the pop of amazing colour, especially the ones with those, you know, they, they take the form and the shape of the bed. And they are just sort of they just add something different. And you can also have lots of different colours, so you can have them for a summer version or a darker version, or if you're in the mood for the animal print one, uh, you can have the animal print one so you can change them over. So it's just a really nice way of changing the whole dynamic of rooms. Sort of moving forward so you've talked about um, maybe wallpaper and will there be a template fabric line for upholstery to be honest I absolutely love interiors and I would love to do everything to do with uh, the tabletop and you know I've done lots of tablecloths as well so anything to do with home I yeah. can imagine you do the most amazing dinner parties with the most beautiful tablescapes and flowers and candles and glassware and all kind of Missy, missy match but looks absolutely stunning together yeah, now that I have to spend 15 hours traveling around every week I will be doing 
<laughs> um, are, are there any um, interior designers that you particularly admire or houses that you just adore? Well, it sort of depends. I mean, different flavours, Moorish houses. Every time I go to Morocco and I see where those Riyads with all the incredible tilings or El Fen, that amazing hotel that has all the sort of studded walls where you've got kind of gold studs coming out of the walls and incredible baths and incredible colours and incredible tiles. It's a really eclectic mix. It might be, you know, my love of all of those muralists that do all those incredible things in the Rajasthani palaces or... Um, it might be the inside of a Bieber store from the 70s or it might be I'm just pulling things out of the top of my head now things that I love or other designer friends of mine doing lovely things like Fiona Leahy does amazing table settings with beautiful homeware pieces for that and it's just been inspired by people where I travel to friends that do lovely things and I felt a real mixture of interior designers it's definitely this is definitely how you mix it all together. And Alice, tell me um, what Templey London is about. Templey London is a sort of celebration of being British. And um, recently we did a book to work out exactly what the brand stood for. And um, I decided that there was definitely five chapters and everything that we've ever done goes into those five chapters. Um, and it really is a sort of celebration of being English and very English brand um, that celebrates through the first chapter um, something we say our holy grail and our holy grail is the fact that we are British it's how we combine things like um, our military frogging our Victoriana the way we paint the flowers we use um, and it's kind of very English sensibility of the way that you put all of those different things together and as many of my friends or people that I've worked with before it's just like you're, you're so English and if if you think about that with the amount of other English brands, whether it's, you know, a Burberry or a Westwood or a Paul Smith, we're obviously a very English brand, but a very different brand to what those those brands are. And they have their stamp and Templey has a stamp of the way that we combine those different elements together. So that was our holy grail of who we are, why we're British. And then the Shire, the Shire, even though there are many Shires in England, the, the Somerset is my shire i like to think uh, born and bred from somerset now based in somerset more full, full time um, and that was really the the mood of the brand so how people wear things and the the escapism to the countryside if you're wearing something really really beautiful um you wear it and you wear it you wear it well the, the girl is you know wearing the dress rather than the other way around because she's wearing it in a very sort of effortless um, way. The next chapter was myths, because we have a very sort of romantic ethereal escapist side to the brand, which is bridal. So uh, beautiful white dresses. We can go to town on these dresses. They're, they're beautifully made, beautiful embroidery, beautiful lace. And as I just thought, beautiful myths and legends, the sort of knights around the round table and um, King Arthur, my middle name's Guinevere. <laughs> <laughs> King Arthur is buried in the hill outside my parents' house. We all are, but we won't excavate it because we don't want tourists around. Uh, anyway, it's called Borough Hill in Kingsbury Episcopi, and it's in Ley Lines from Glastonbury Tour. So we're all slightly obsessed with myths and legends. So the bridal section is called Myths. And then Alchemy, really where homeware comes in, is the um, making of anything, obviously everything into gold, but we use yarns and fabrics and greyish fabric and everything's plain. So we hand paint everything. We design all of our fabrics. We design all of the, the lay plans for all the embroidery, the places, placements for all of the embroidery. 
um, all of the components in those. So we're actually making everything from like the ground up within all the collections, um, which also gives us kind of our look, I guess, because everything comes from in-house. So if you think with the, with the alchemy and you're designing an incredible scarf or an incredible piece of fabric, it's just so nice to be able to use that in other areas. So not just to wear on your body, but to have around you. And obviously the natural extension is homeware. Um, and then the, the last one is escape. So escape, the clothes make you feel a certain way. Homeware can make you feel a certain way. Things around you can make you put you in a different mood. Um, and that chapter is really about, you know, we may be designing in our, in our studios, but these clothes are designed to make you feel a certain way, to make you feel amazing, to make you feel uh, sort of romantic or, you know, different you know like a tailored suit or it's all about the way you feel and, and the way we dress can make us feel um, all sorts of ways so the escape cha chapter is the fantasy chapter so the new book really kind of describes those five chapters that is everything about what we do and that's called myths and legends ah oh, wonderful wonderful and just to go back to your um, fabrics, they're, they're all designed and you, you literally sit down with a piece of paper and draw out what, what you want and put the colours together. And Yeah, so um, we'll have references of the mood that we want. And it might be just looking at my pin board in front of me right now. It might be some incredible flowers. It might be the detail of a feather. It might be um, an amazing lace. What else have I got? It might be a, a sort of pre-Raphaelite painting or a weird knit swatch I've got or a bit of lace or a bit I can see them going all the way up my wall a bit of amazing um, faceted work or corded applique but all of those bits will then be hand painted for prints or hand drawn out onto all the patterns for placements for embroidery um, so it very much is that um, textile craft base and start of the way that we we work um, and it's not about going to a print house and buying a print or going to a fabric fair and buying an existing fabric. Um, mm. Even our jacquards are sort of redesigned, so everything is bespoke to us. Um, but that is, uh, that's kind of the passion of really the brand. It's the, sort of the making element and the craftsman side of it. Um, it doesn't make it easy for us, but it's the bit <laughs> that we enjoy. Um, and that you see in our kind of cocktail and our evening wear and the bridal wear is kind of the, the, the crown of it all and our, and our heritage collections. And then the more day wear pieces now are kind of slightly simpler pieces with all over prints, but they're all, they're all still hand painted. And those elements are you'll see throughout the collection, but they're the simpler ones. But they are definitely all hand, um, hand done which gives the sort of same handwriting because you can't buy one print from one place and, and a vintage print or something else and expect everything to work. A collection has got to have the thread. And because our collections are very patterned and detailed, we do it all ourselves. So it has the same voice in it. Oh, gorgeous. Well, I can't wait to see the house coats. I, I think that's me all over, wafting around. with all you need right now, right? <laughs> Also, we've done some which we used up our incredible Italian jacquards, you know, the finest fabrics that we've ever made that would normally be in evening wear. So we've got these beautiful gold brocadey type house coats too. So those will appear sometimes in limited runs. Um, um, and then we've got some amazing animal and very tropical um, silk kimonos and slips and pajamas and all sorts of things. They're coming there in November. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Can't wait. Thank you very much indeed. 
Thanks for listening to House Guests from Country and Townhouse magazine with me, Carol Annett. Don't forget to subscribe to the series on iTunes or Entail, where you can also find images, links and notes to enhance each episode. In the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram at Carol W. Annett. And keep up to date on all the podcast news and show notes online at countryandtownhouse.co.uk slash podcast. And please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. For more news and views in the world of interior design, sign up to our newsletter at countryandtownhouse.co.uk and why not listen in to our sister podcast, Breakout Culture with Lord Ed Vasey and Charlotte Fruity Metcalf. Thank you.